0: Hey everybody, we just wanted to get an idea of what people think about God, so we're out in our city and we're gonna see what they say. What do you think that God is like? I don't think it's a gender conforming thing. Okay. Um, is a powerful force. I believe it's a form of energy of the universe and the good things that we do, that is God. God is everything. He's total for me. I don't know, probably it's big. Yeah, i smart What do you think God thinks about you? Uh, I think God thinks I'm like an average human being He just sees everyone the same So I guess like I fit into his like Oh, you're fine in my eyes I don't think God spends time thinking about me well, He or she's kind of above thought So I, I really can't say Because if he created us Then I you know, must love us regardless What do you think God is like? I don't really spend a whole lot of time thinking about God. God is a powerful white light that is incomprehensible. I don't know. Uh, I couldn't answer that one in 10 seconds, man. God is love. That's it. Welcome back, Nexus Church family, to our final week in our series, Real Jesus. Over the course of this series, we've looked at who Jesus is, right? Some get caught up in tradition, get in theology or doctrine or ideas of who Jesus is. Those are important. They help us in our understanding. But many times we get tied to other things than Jesus within that. Things that the Bible doesn't talk about and pretty soon they become more important than what God's word says. We've also talked about Jesus as just Some good teacher or some moral example to follow. Today we're going to be looking at Jesus as more than our best friend. In our society today, we have this easy believism that if I just believe in Jesus, accept Him as my Savior, and kind of admit my sins, I get my ticket stamped to heaven. But that's not what Jesus claims. Today we're going to be looking at a few passages where Jesus makes pretty explicit statements about what it means to be a follower. Not a fan, but a follower. But before I get into my soapbox, I want to just establish the reality that Jesus is a pretty sweet friend. In fact, he calls himself a friend of ours in the Bible. And in our passage today, he actually says he's a friend. But we'll also realize that he is much more than just a friend. Friend is such a generic term and so let's just establish by reading our passage today and take a look at what jesus says about himself john chapter 15 verse 1 i am the true vine and my father is the gardener every branch in me that does not produce fruit he removes and he prunes every branch and produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit right? that's what our calling is we produce fruit from the vine, Jesus. You are already clean because of the word I spoke to you. Remain in me and I in you just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. They gather them, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. You remain in me, and my word remains in you. Ask whatever you want, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. So we're called to produce much fruit. We'll come back to that in a little bit. See what he says now. As the Father has loved me, I have also loved you remain in my love starting to talk about he as our friend keep my commands you will remain in my love just as i have kept my father's commands and remain in his love i've told you these things so, so that my joy may be complete and your joy may be complete this is my command love one another as i loved you no one has greater love than this than to lay his life down for his friends. You are my friend. We are his friends. If you do what I command, I do not call you servants anymore because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing. I've called you friends because I have made known to you everything I've heard from my father. You did not chose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit that your fruit should remain. So that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. This is what I command you. Love for another. Jesus is indeed our friend. But it's not because he just wanted to make us his friend. He loved us because we are his prized creation. Go back to the book of Genesis and you will read that when he created us that is very good. He created us in his image. We are his image bearers. He created us to have relationship with him, unity with him. And so when he says we are his friend, it's because of him, not us. He chose us. We didn't choose him. So his friendship that he has towards us all him. He initiated it. We didn't do anything to deserve it. In fact, we read in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verses 7 and 8, for one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare to die, right? We understand that concept. We would die for a good friend, for a loved one. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ Died for us. So let's boil this thought down. Jesus didn't die because we were his friends, right? He died so we could become his friend. We didn't do anything. In fact, because of all the garbage in our lives, the sins that we do, the things that we don't do, or the things that we do do, whatever it is, it separates us from God. God cannot be in the presence of evil. But because of Jesus dying on the cross, raising from the dead, conquering sin, taking our punishment, shedding his blood, covering us so that we could be pure in God's eyes, we now are considered his friend because of what Jesus did. He died for his enemies so they could become his friend. You see, a friend in this worldly sense may sacrifice for a friend, as Jesus said. Jesus sacrificed for his enemies. A friend will fail, but Jesus will remain even when we fail. A friend may forgive, but Jesus will forgive and make new. Wipes our sins away, makes us new. A friend may last for a lifetime here on earth, but Jesus lasts for all of eternity. Jesus is way more. And so, he's way more. Here's what I find is the issue in our culture today with the way we see our relationship with Jesus, where we're just a, a friend of God. Here's the reality. When we just consider Jesus as our friend, as someone who came and wiped away our sins and makes us new with God, and now we can be in heaven. For the rest of our life is it, it it separates any relationship with him here on earth we just become a fan jesus you're awesome you died for me i'm right with god yay i can go on living my life the way it is he's a friend he's just off to the side now i pick him up when it's convenient for me it's one-sided that's not a friend If that's how you treated any friend, they wouldn't be your friend anymore. They would stop being your friend. But that's what we've created in our society. We've created more of a fan than a follower. It's a one-sided friendship. It doesn't take anything for us to follow. Following Jesus is more than just making him our savior. Making him our Lord, putting him first place in our lives. You see, in our passage today, I said we come back to it in verse eight. He says, "My Father is glorified by this that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples, prove to be my friend, prove to be my follower." You produce much fruit. In verse fourteen, he says, "You are my friends." If you do what I command you, we're not just a follower. I should say we're not just a friend. We're not just a a a fan. We're a follower. Jesus asks us to reflect Him. We are we are if we're truly a disciple, if we're truly an apprentice, if we're truly a follower, we reflect. to others we turn around and we create other followers of him in fact this is how he put it in the book of matthew chapter 5 verses 14 through 16 listen to this he said you are the light of the world a city that's on a hill cannot be hidden no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket but rather on a lampstand, and it gives light for all who are in the house In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and bring glory to the Father in heaven. We are to shine out just like Israel. When when God created the nation of Israel, their job was to show the other nations the goodness of God, the fact that God is the one true God, Yahweh, one who created all to be in relationship with him, just like the garden. And that perfect relationship with Adam and Eve, Israel was supposed to be that. They were supposed to show the rest of the nations so that they too could long for and worship the one true God. That's what we are called to now. We are that. We are the chosen. We are the priesthood, as 1 Peter said. We are called to reflect God to others. We're to produce much fruit. We're to create other disciples that follow god well maybe he might not have been around for this but over a decade ago over two decades ago now there was a band called dc talk and in their most famous album called jesus freak they had a quote from Brennan manning in it and i thought it was so powerful and it stuck with me for all these years as crazy as that sounds over two decades this quote continues to resonate with me and And why it is so important that we reflect God in a way that honors him. Brennan said, the greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips, walk out the door, and deny him by their lifestyle. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. It's how we live. When, when we aren't living the way Jesus lived, we represent him unwell, if you want to say it that way. It reflects him He calls us to produce much fruit, to shine the light so others may know, to cause others to want to follow him, and then to create disciples in the image of Christ as they follow us as apprentices. Mark put it this way in chapter 8, verses 31. I'll just read 34 through 38 for time's sake today. He says, calling the crowds along with him, his disciples, he said to them, if anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life because of me and the gospel will save it. What does it benefit someone to gain the whole world and let Lose his life. What can anyone give in exchange for his life? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man, will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory of his Father with his holy angels. We must deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. So we deny ourselves, we shine our light for him. We put him on the throne of our life and we abide in him and produce much fruit. This is a high call. This is hard. This is much more than a fan. This is a follower. This this is a committed person who gives of themselves wholly. Now, for those of you who feel fairly overwhelmed by this and maybe burdened, I want to encourage you today. I don't want to leave you hanging. I don't want to leave you feel like you're not good enough and might as well give up now because if i if I'm guessing everybody who <laughs> is in the same boat, we all struggle, we all fall short. There's not a single person on the face of this earth who ever has lived or ever will live or who is currently living who can live a perfect life that Jesus calls us to to reflect him perfectly. You see Jesus. Isn't looking for perfection. He's looking for progress. He's looking for your heart. Are you are you going around that mountain? Like, man, I, I keep failing. I can't do this on my own. I, I tried, and I continue to try, and I want to get better. And I'm just, I'm feeling made up. Feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm a failure. I'm not lovable. I can't do this anymore. kind of a hard place to be, but it's also a good place to be if you're turning to Jesus and not giving up. That's where God can pick you up and say, you can produce much fruit. now." Why? Because you're coming to me. Let's go back to our passage in, in John. What does he say? This is so good. He said, I am the vine. You are the branches, the one who remains in me, and I in him produces much fruit. You just continue. Continue to abide in him. You will produce much fruit. Joseph put it this way. She said, spending time with God, abiding with him, is the key to our strength and success in all areas of life. It's not trying harder. It's not doing more. It's not giving more. It's abiding in him, spending time with him. She goes on to say, be sure that you never try to work God into your schedule. It's another thing to do, but always work your schedule around him. So today as we close our time up together in this series, Jesus isn't tradition where you meet, what Bible you read from, or I should say, what translation of the Bible you read from, what songs you sing. He's more than a buddy, He's more than some good teacher to follow. Jesus is our Savior and Lord and he is so good. And all he asks for you is that you give him your life and abide in abide Spend time with him. Now, this isn't something, again, that you put on your schedule, but it's something that you desire and you want. And until you find your rest in him, you will never find your joy. It's So today, will you abide in Jesus? Run to him. Stop trying to fight it. Stop making excuses. Just run to him. Father, I pray for every person listening today that they will understand that, yes, Jesus, you are Lord. You want the throne in our life. You want first place. You want us to bow our knee to you and say yes to you. But, God, you don't do it maliciously. You do it with a heart that longs for us to desire you that wants to give our lives wholly unto you as you have given it wholly unto us. And when we come to you, you come to us. When we draw near to you, you draw near to us. It's a promise you made across your word. And so I pray for every person listening, you will just pour out your love and your peace into their hearts and that they would turn their eyes Joining this Nexus Church family for this series of Real Jesus. I look forward to connecting again next week when we start our new series.